The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached him and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command these stones become loaves of bread. And he said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from faith, from the mouth of God. When the devil took him into the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple, he said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against the stone. And Jesus answered him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to the very high mountain, and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in their magnificence, and said to him, All these I shall give you, if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this, Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. And then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. The Gospel of the Lord. We have experienced the incarnation of the Lamb of God. We have experienced his birth. His manifestation to shepherds and to magi, to Gentiles. We have seen that John the Baptist announced him. We've also seen that he took upon himself all human sin, took it into the Jordan River, and proclaimed publicly why he had come. But today, The Lamb of God is led by the Spirit into the desert to confront the demonic, to confront all human evil, to confront all temptation. Temptation from the beginning of time, from our first parents that we heard of in the first reading, until the end. Yours and mine, the temptations of all humanity. He must do this. Notice our first parents were seduced through pride and the attraction of the temptation to fall. 
They will pass the buck, as we know. Adam will blame Eve. And God. Eve will blame the serpent. But our Lord will not pass the buck. He must now face this. And notice he faces it in a weakened condition. He's fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. And we all know that when we're weak, we're more open to temptation, whether it's weakness from hunger or from illness. And the gospel, very, in one phrase, sums it up. And afterwards, he was hungry, as though we didn't know that. And then the devil approaches. And notice how he puts it. If you are the son of God. Now remember, as we know every year, these aren't simply temptations to something. They are primarily temptations away from something. Away from the Father, but away from the cross. Away from redemption. And away from divine love. So he says, if you are the son of God, now we have a physical temptation and an economic temptation as well. You're hungry. If you want to win humanity, cater to their id. You have a hunger instinct. Some people have a sex instinct. Or a food instinct. Or a drink instinct. These little stones look like Jewish loaves of bread. Turn them into bread. Feed yourself. Feed the world. They'll follow you. But not a cross. Cross is something they will not accept, and they will reject it and reject you. Our Lord, of course, conquers the temptation, even though he is hungry, and all economic temptations to come, and all instincts as well. One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. The Lord then faces the second temptation. This one is technological. The devil takes him to the holy city, the parapet of the temple, and says, throw yourself down, and the people will love it. Stop just before you get to the bottom. They'll be be awed. They will say, oh, they'll forget who you are in three weeks. But give them something technological. Change nature. Change the world in which they live. Make it possible for them to overcome uh, the crosses in their lives. Not just the crosses, but to overcome everything else that comes after them that they find unpleasant. Give them a pill. Our Lord rejects that temptation as well. We've seen what 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 technology can do. It can be a very wonderful thing, and it can be a very destructive thing in our world. We know what a high-tech world we live in, don't we? A world that many people worship. And then comes the final temptation. And this one is political. We hear about that a lot in our world today, don't we? Religion is politics. No. The faith transforms everything. It's not the other way around. The world doesn't transform us. We transform the world. We aren't conquered by the world. We're the ones who are supposed to conquer. And so he says to him, takes him up on a very high mountain and shows him all the kingdoms of the world and their magnificence. And he said, all these I shall give to you. Do they belong to him? 
Is the devil telling the truth for once in his existence? All these I will give to you if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. I will give to you, but not a cross. You can have all the power in the world. They'll have to follow you. I'll make them follow you, but not a cross. They will not accept that. They will reject you and reject it. So those are the three temptations. And in some way, they sum up all the temptations that you and I ever experience. In this case, the last one, uh, the temptation to worship the demonic, to worship evil, the world, the flesh, and the devil for the sake of power. Uh, Economic, technological, pleasure, power. Our Lord rejects it. Get away, Satan. The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. So the Lamb of God, then, has overcome all temptation. We are told the devil then left him, and angels came and ministered to him. But the devil isn't finished yet. The devil, as we know, will come back with just this temptation, again, away from the cross. In fact, when our Lord makes Peter the head of the church, Caesarea Philippi, you are a rock, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And then he tells them that he must go up to Jerusalem to suffer and die and be killed. What does Peter do with his new authority, inflated as he is? He takes him aside and says, Lord, this must not happen to you. At that moment, Peter has become Satan. He's tempting him away from the cross. What does our Lord say? He says, you are speaking not as God does, but as men do. Get behind me, Satan. Peter has reviewed the temptations in the desert. Peter will learn. Our Lord never takes away his authority. Peter must learn what it means to be the Messiah. And of course, finally, once again, at the foot of the cross, I mentioned this the last two weeks, the devil will try his last. This time, when our Lord is not only weak, but suffering in a way beyond anything we can imagine, in horrible pain, uh, without any comfort whatsoever from his divinity or from the Father. With nothing to support him, the devil will throw everything at him that he has. And we know, again, I mentioned it two weeks in a row, um, you who would destroy the temple and build it in three days, save yourself. If you are the Son of God, come down from the cross. The thief on the left will say the same thing. And the chief priests, remember, he saved himself. He saved others. He cannot save himself. He is the king of Israel. Let him come down now from the cross, and we will believe in him. Would they? Of course. Just come down from the cross. He trusts in God. Let God deliver him if he desires him. For he said, I am the son of God. So up until the very end, the devil is there. But our Lord will not come down. As I've said before, it's human to come down. It's divine to stay there. And you and I are called then to overcome all of this through the power that our Lord Jesus Christ has given us. He's conquered it all. All we have to do is accept it. We have the grace. We are never tempted beyond our ability, ever. God will never allow us to be tempted beyond that which we can't reject. And of course, our Lord comes to us in the power of his body and blood in the Eucharist once again, to give us that strength. Uh, The one who has conquered everything 
comes to us and enters into us to give us his power. So the world, the flesh, and the devil cannot conquer us, cannot overcome us. I suppose that very often we have a difficulty accepting that, or not accepting it, but responding to it. Um, nevertheless, we now must be visible signs to the world of what the power of God can do. The world must learn that we are the conquerors. We are the ones who will transform the world we live in. And nothing will prevent us from doing that. Again, not the world, not the flesh, not the devil, the three great origins of temptation. But rather, we will conquer them and be visible signs to the world of what God has called us to be, visible signs of what it means to be free, visible signs of what it means to be children of God in the midst of a very difficult generation. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the love of your Son and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, that her members will overcome all temptation through the power of God working in us, especially the Church suffering, we pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, that they will experience repentance and conversion from the power of the Holy Spirit, we pray to the Lord. For those who are sick and suffering and dying, that in their suffering they may not give in to despair, but rather will realize that they are united to the Lord in his suffering. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who are overcome by temptation, we pray to the Lord. For greater respect for human life, we pray to the Lord. For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women who will be visible signs of God's power working in our world, for a greater reverence for the heroic call of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, having spent time in the presence of the Eucharistic Lord, They may then be visible signs of God's strength, overcoming all temptation. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For those who may be suffering from the coronavirus, uh, for those who have died from it, that we may be preserved from it in our own country, for the health of those who are suffering with it, we pray to the Lord. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. For all of us here, that we may overcome all temptation through the grace given to us through the sacraments and particularly through the Eucharist. We pray to the Lord. Lord hear our we now join our prayers to those of the refuge of sinners and the sorrowful mother as we sing. Mm-hmm. 